You are not, you are not listening, 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 Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good midday, whenever, however you listen to this podcast. How you doing? My name is Brandon Alexander, and if you're a new time listener, thank you for listening to the show. Um, real quick, before we tap in too much of it, I really hope and wonder if you guys would like to enjoy me visually. If you do, all you have to do is go type in the issue podcast on YouTube, and you should see snippets to actual episodes of what's going on and how it's going on. But I must warn you, the content on the YouTube is very different from the audio. I did this in mind because I want to give you guys a different experience and quality when it comes to me entertaining you as well as you learning from me. Um, So, yeah, give feedback. Let me know what you want to do or even if you want to hop in. So without any further ado, let's get into this content. Um, real quick, I really want to mention about how the year has been going for me because in the process of me just getting more mature, getting more focused and attacking my goals, I realized in some weird way, I want to get attached to the old things and how they was and at least how they are now. So it's like, kind of getting into a relationship and you are at this place of comfort and not saying that you don't want it to grow and be better but it's just like you like how things are going right now and you just don't want to complicate things and just put extra variables and standards just make it more difficult when you can just love simply but when I thought about this I thought about just life in general and how life is always changing and and moving and whether or not you're ready for it you gotta be prepared for it and if not being prepared for it it's gonna just push you along and not you adjusting to what's happening and for me i wanted to be well aware as well as just where well um understanding of what's going on So with this being said, I thought what better way we can get into it by actually understanding what attachment is. So today's information and data will be coming from Psychology Today. They're a great website when it comes to finding a therapist, getting help, magazines on mental health and psychology theories, as well as newsletters. Um, And like I said, this information is coming from that site. So if you want to go back and actually read up on more of what's being said, just go to psychology today. No, psychologytoday.com slash attachment. So to be particular, the website or this article, rather, it talks about attachment in two shapes. So one with an infinite caregiver and then another one where it's focused on adulthood. So for the fact of my audience and at least from the analytics of what I'm getting from the people that are 
you know, talking to me and letting me know what's going on. We are older folks. So I'm going to focus more so on the attachment styles in adulthood. And it defines this as security and behaviors have been studied in adults' relationships and attachment related patterns that differ between individuals are commonly called attachment styles. There seems to be an association between a person's attachment characteristics in early life and in adulthood, but the correlation are far from perfect. So the article begins to talk about just four different um, attachment styles. So like attachment styles in adulthood have labels similar to those to describe attachment patterns in childhood. One is secure. Another is anxious yet preoccupied. And it is like a high anxiety, low avoidance. And another one is uh, dismissing avoidant, low anxiety, high avoidance. And another one is a fearful anxious, high anxiety, high avoidance. However, these attachment styles may differ from the dimensionals of where a person rates or relates or relative highs, lows or somewhere in between their levels of attachments are related to anxiety and attachments are related to avoidance. Also, a person may not exhibit the same type of attachment pattern in every close relationship. So I found this useful because it made me look at how I love or not necessarily how I love, but how I communicate to people, whether they be a friend, associate, coworker, or someone who seemingly wants to get to know me or understand how I move. And um, the article just breaks down those different types. And I'm going to give you guys some ups of what it is because I don't necessarily want to spit information from an article when you can just easily read it and get it. So I'm just going to, you know, present the conversation, give you your um, understanding or give you at least my understanding. And hopefully you gain something from it and we can talk more about it later on. Or you can spread the conversation with you and your friends and family. So I wanted to go in depth on this and I had to grab another article for the information I'm about to give you to go in depth to these different styles. So I hope you got your pad. I hope you got your pencil ready so you can at least jot down these different styles and understand what exactly you fit in or what correlates to your lifestyle. So the information is coming from Psychic Central and they were basically talking like in a nutshell how some of these things work. Uh, so secure detachment style. All right. So this is basically the ability to build a healthy, long lasting relationship. They describe it like basically how it's being developed as a result of you and your caregiver being, uh, healthy emotionally. Like they're able to show you emotion in a healthy way and they're aware of their own emotions as well. They were able to make you feel safe, understood, comfort, and valued in your early years. 
And he broke down the signs of a secured attachment style as such. The ability to regulate your emotions, easily trusting others, effective communication skills, the ability to seek emotional support, the ability to be comfortable being alone, comfortable in close relationships, and ability to self-reflect in a partnership, and also being easy to connect with others. The ability to manage conflict well and high self-esteem. So those are the signs. Um, And they basically talk about how it manifests. So as a result, with people who have a secured style, they tend to navigate relationships well. They are generally positive, trusting and love and loving towards their partners. They trust their partners intention and jealousy is often not an issue for them okie dokie so let okie dokie so let's talk about the avoidant dismissive or anxious avoidant are all words for the same insecure attachment style so basically this attachment style has a failure to build a long-term relationship with others due to an inability to engage in physical and emotional intimacy. So basically, the article defines, or better yet, breaks it down. In childhood, you may say they had a strict or emotionally distant and absent caregiver. So their caregivers may have left them to fend for themselves or expected them to be independent or rejected them when they expressed their needs or emotions, or even been slow to respond to their basic needs. As a result, these children may learn to adapt to a strong sense of independence so they don't have to rely on anyone else for care or support. So a signs of an anxious avoidant attachment style you probably feel a strong sense of independence. You are uncomfortable expressing your feelings, dismissive of others. Have a hold up. It's kind of sounding like me. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, my bad, y'all. Right, copy off, copy off, copy off, my bad. Um, you have a scroll, you have a hard time trusting people. Oh, yeah, this definitely kind of sounded like me, but whatever. Um, you feel threatened by someone who tries to get close to you. You spend more time alone than interacting with others. And you believe you don't need others in your life. Commitment issues. Um, you persistently avoid emotional or physical intimacy. So those are some of the characteristics. How does this how does this manifest in relationships? So the article breaks down the anxious avoidant attachment adults may tend to navigate relationships at an arm's length. Um, The need for emotional intimacy is simply lacking in this type of individual. So romantically, relationships are not able to reach any level of depth. And while they allow all while they allow romantic partners to engage with them, they avoid getting emotionally close. A partner may feel as if they can never get inside or will never 
I don't know that word, so we're not going to play like I know that word, are dismissed when <laughs> the relationship feels too serious for an anxious avoidant style. Well, for the anxious avoidant partner. But yeah, that's in a nutshell, that style. So if y'all like me, y'all probably might be in that style. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sorry if you an ex or if you a girl that I used to talk to or whatever and you hear me on this podcast and you hear me describe that and you like, ooh, that's Brandon because you act like that. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it, okay? That's why we didn't work. It wasn't the reason. It wasn't because my cat died and my mama didn't love me. It's, it's that, okay? Okay? I'm working on it, all right? And you probably happy off anyway. You probably find you a good man. You probably living good. He probably taking care of you. He probably carrying you to Baskin Robbins. You know you asked me to carry you to Baskin Robbins, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't like the way that food smelled. But it's okay. Back to the topic. Okay, so let's talk about the anxious attachment style. Or better yet, the anxious ambivalent or the anxious preoccupied. This attachment style is categorized as a fear of rejection or a fear of abandonment or depending on a partner for validation and emotional regulation. And it also sometimes can be defined as codependency tendencies. So how does this develop? Okay, so basically, these children had difficulty understanding their caregiver and had no security for what to expect from them moving forward. They often were confused within their parental relationship and felt unstable. These children with this attachment style often experience high levels of distress when it came to their caregivers leaving. Sometimes the parent would be supportive and responsive to the children's needs, while other times they would leave them unattended to. So it was kind of a hard, I don't know, for them, you know, because I didn't experience that. So that's why I say I don't know. But. Let's talk about those signs. So the signs of an anxious attachment style include clanky tendencies, highly sensitive to criticism, real or perceived, needing approval from others, jealous tendencies, being alone as a difficulty for them. They have a low sense of self-esteem. They feel unworthy of love. They have an intense fear of rejection and their significant fear of abandonment. And they have a difficulty trusting others. And then articles talk about how is it manifest. And they basically said something like they often blame themselves for the challenges in the relationships and can exhibit frequent and intense jealousy or distrust due to poor self-esteem and ultimately there's a deep rooted fear of being abandoned rejected or alone and those fears typically are expressed to themselves in these ways so if you feel like that you uh, if you know somebody that like that you better go talk to them <laughs> now, Rito, like if you feel like that you know this is this is good. You know what I'm saying? At least you are hearing about it, you knowing about it, and it can help you be more aware. So let's tap into the disorganized attachment style. 
An anxious, disorganized attachment style is defined as extremely inconsistent behavior in a difficulty trusting others. It's developed. So basically, um, it's caused by a disorganized. Ooh, my bad. So basically how it's developed. So childhood trauma, neglect or abuse, a fear of their parent. The sense of security is also present. So children with this attachment style seemed confused. The caregiver, the caregivers are inconsistent and often seemed as a sense of comfort and fear by the children. So signs of this attachment style are basically a fear of rejection, an inability to regulate emotions, uh, contradictory in behavior. That's I think that's a contradictory in behavior. A high level of anxiety, difficulty trusting others, signs of both avoidant and anxious style. And then it basically talks about how it manifests. So in relationships, people with the disorganized attachment style tend to have an unpredictable and confused behavior. They alternate between being aloft and independent and being clingy and emotional while they Desperately seek for love, they also push partners away because of their fear of love. They believe that they'll always be rejected, but they'll but they don't avoid emotional intimacy. They fear it and they also consistently seek it out only to reject it again. They perceive their partners as unpredictable. And they seem to behave in an unpredictable way within their relationships as they continue to wrestle between the need for security and fear. Hold on real quick. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more of the issue podcast. Hey, 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 hold up. What are you doing? I see that you're listening. Well, I hear that you're listening. I can't see you, but you can see me. All you have to do is go to YouTube and follow us and subscribe. And that way you can see full experiences of what do we do here on the Issue Podcast and be in depth into the community. And you can see guests. You can see bloopers. It's a way for you to be more rounded into the content and even have your voice heard. People can see your comments. You can talk about parts that you like, as well as give advice on what you want to see more of. All you got to do is click the Issue Podcast on YouTube. I'm just saying. And we're back with more of the Issue Podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. So, like, just hearing these different styles and learning this stuff that I hope that you took from it or that you at least identify with, can you better yet make a decision on how you can adjust with people that are coming in your life or better yet can you understand how you are perceived by other people so for me i 
I've had so many people in my life to try to love me. And when I say try to love me, I don't mean in a romantic sense. I mean just in a, like, they want to pour into me. Like, they want to um, just, you know, be helpful or just be a part of what I do. And I'm not going to lie. I'm low-key kind of triggered, like the Janae Aiko song. I'm triggered! Not in a bad way, but kind of in a bad way. But it's just like, you know... It's a lot going on in the world some days and sometimes. And your mind will play tricks on you or your mind will make you think or overthink too much. And for me, I just, I don't know. I just be like, uh, let me let me feel you out first. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes people be real seasonal. And I don't want to pour into a seasonal cup. But what I'm learning and understanding now, sometimes those seasonal cups need a bit of seasoning so they can actually have flavor to grow into an actual harvest. So that's a metaphor. So I will break it down for my people who do not speak in metaphors or understand them. So say, for instance, you have a person that is in your life, maybe just for a moment or just for a season. The reason that they're there or even the purpose of them being there can be or may be a point for you to affect them in a positive way or just in a way to help them move towards the path that God or the world needs for them. Because we affect people consciously and unconsciously. And a lot of the times it's the unconscious moments that make the biggest impact. So regardless of how you may try to make yourself be perceived or you may do these different things thinking like, oh, people see my good work or I did such and such. So they should acknowledge that. What you don't realize is they're paying more attention to what you're not doing versus what you are doing. So keep that in mind and let's move forward as life is moving us forward and not be so wrapped up into what we can't control but rather what we can so that's my little just for this uh conversation about attachment styles and attaching yourselves and if you feel like you want to change your attachment style or better yet move from it it's very much possible do not feel like oh dang i'm i'm this i'm this style or i'm that style so i can't grow out of it this is just something i'm stuck with no it starts with accountability then after you are killed yourself accountable you work in healthy patterns to push yourself out of your own issues and traumas and a lot of the times we don't really have like problems. They just an issue. And the difference between a problem and an issue, I've said this in earlier podcasts, but I'll bring it back down to this one. An issue can be you. I, an issue can be you not having a battery for your remote. While a problem could be you not even having a TV. You don't have nothing to watch (laughs) or better yet. Let's break it down to something more essential. 
So an issue could be you not having socks. A problem can be you not even having shoes. You know what I'm saying? So let's take the time to just evaluate and, you know, detach yourself because you can get wrapped up in your day and stuff like that. But you got time. You listening to this podcast. You enjoying this conversation with me. I hope you are because I'm enjoying you being here. You my friend, aren't you? You my friend. Don't act like you ain't my friend. You know you my dog. We homies. You know we locked in. Twin. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, we in there. So just, you know, take things with a grain of salt. Love on yourself even more. And even when people be mean to you or they give you this, you know, just this unwelcoming, undeserving energy, don't be a reflection of that. Be who you are. And sometimes I know you want to, you know, uh-uh-uh, but you ain't got to uh-uh-uh, you know, whatever. Do you. But you know what I mean? You ain't always got to give people your ass to kiss, basically. <laughs> and, yeah, so that's the podcast for the day, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope y'all ate good for Thanksgiving. I did, but I went and carried my ass to the gym, too, because I do not want to get big. Um... At least not physically. In the pockets, yes. You can oversize me. You can oversize me. Please. Yeah. But, um, nah, for real though. I want you guys to go ahead and um, subscribe to this podcast. Share this podcast, man. I know you love it. I know you appreciate it. I know you put it on. But keep putting on. Because this word, this information, even these talks need to be more talked about like we hear enough of the whole blah 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 blah. let's talk about some stuff that's really gonna help us and grow us so if you feel like you know somebody who can need this or hear this share this with them and uh like i always say love peace oh subscribe to the youtube subscribe to my youtube subscribe to my youtube subscribe to my youtube okay now i'm done love peace hair grease is your boy brandon alexander i'm out